Agut Bochra Boisai. Lilinish Massimim Rossi Rusmas Mordechai. The Golad door is Nifter, and we're in Avelos right now. All Klai Israel is in Avelos. So I'm not going to read emails today. I'm not going to read emails tomorrow. But I was a little worried that the Oilam, some of them are going to be very happy and it's going to do the opposite effect. So I will read one email that has to do with the Galadar. Dear Aveli, I hope this finds you well. I'm but a simple Yid and a follower of Yashir for over a year. This is from Shimon Walgalanter from Lakewood, New York. I know that so many of us are struggling with what to do and how to internalize the passing of the Gala Ador of Chaim Knievsky, Zeichat Tzadik Levrocha. It's hard to write the word Zeichat Tzadik Levrocha. Might I, make a, might I make a simple suggestion to all the members of MDY, and I think it's truly an appropriate tribute to this Torah giant. Chazal say that when a Gala passes away, all his Torah is up for grabs, so to speak, and we need to increase our portion of Torah learning. After being so inspired by the Siyam and the impact MDY had so many, might I share a message with all of MDY? Please bring one person to the shir. What better way can there be to pay tribute to the Sarah Torah than to help change another person's life and increase Torah learning as well? It's simple too. I brought several people to the shir simply by texting friends and family, join dafyoimi.com and opening a dialogue for them. It's not commercializing. This is MS. This is true. I really appreciate the change you made in my life and I hope this message can help others as well. Shimon Walgalanter, Lakewood, New York. It says, New, it says New York actually, but Lakewood is New Jersey. Here it is, New York. Yeah, whatever, tri-state, whatever you want to call it. Um, I had the schos of seeing Rebchaim Kanevsky as a child. Rebchaim Kanevsky was a gadol for forty years at least. Since I'm a, since then I'm I'm a kid. He was a gadol. This this gadolim that pop up later on in life, whatever. He was a gadol since. I can remember I had the schuss of seeing him walk around the Bnei Brak in the streets. I, when I learned in Panovich Yeshivikhtana, he came to Kotzchach from the backyard of the Yeshivikhtana over there, from the eucalyptus trees. There's a famous picture of him laying down on the ground on those trees. That's where it was, right there in the backyard. I remember many, many different things. I've seen him hundreds of times and it's a tremendous, tremendous loss for Everybody in this room, tremendous loss for Klai Yisrael. Klai Yisrael will not be the same. The Koilo is sponsored by Mr. Anonymous, Lil Nishmas Chaya Bas Yosef. Paris HaChodesh Sholi Rosenfeld, in memory of my dear friend Yehuda Augenbaum. Paris HaChodesh by the Lach and Lebovic families, Lakewood as a schus for our families. Paris HaChodesh, Jonathan Davidov, for that slach of the Davidov family. Paris HaChodesh, various friends and family, Rufu Shleimah for Yaakov Yehuda Ben Gittel. Rufu Shleimah for Yehuda Aryeh Ben Miriam Chaim Levitin. It's my Mechutin Yehuda Hershkovitz. So Chaim Levitin is sponsoring for Rufu Shleimah for Yehuda Aryeh Ben Miriam. Yishkoyach. Okay, Raboisai. Oh, let me see if I don't go to the screen yet because I forgot to print this. And I wanted to show the Oilam this thing right over here. Now you can go to the screen. I know it's a little, it's on in a word. But I just figured out, today's daf, it's an amazing daf. And as so many other daf, and we're going to get to learn all these different musagim, 
you could see how this is Motsi Shabbos, last minute without any color or anything. We're going to learn about Tsaras Magzigrushasai, about Mion, about Maimer. Does anybody know what Mion is in this room? Everybody knows what Mion is because we discussed it. What about Maimer? Does anybody know what Maimer means? Yosef, what does Maimer mean? So we're going to see a little bit about Maimer. Does anybody know that? It's another Yusoy we're going to be learning about. Anybody? We discussed it. What is it? Even the father gave away, but very good. Very, very good. What's your name again? Shmuel Israeli from? Flatbush. Leaving us on Tuesday. Came here from Hassan and is here every day. Even the day after his son? Daughters chasana. So he said that Yisrael Bachayav means that a father gives away, marries off his daughter, a young daughter, let's say a 10 year old, and she gets divorced. So now he no longer is able to marry her off, but he marries her off. That, that, that marriage is not a very strong marriage. It's not a derisive. So like the first marriage, is, it's Yisrael Bachayav. And then we have Tsaras Islanis. It's as if she's Bechayav, her father's alive, and she's, it's as if she's an orphan when her father's still alive, because her father cannot give her away any longer like he was able to before. It's just a way to say it. And Tsaras Islandess, we're going to see also, what's an Islandess? We know an Islandess, a woman who can't bear children, and it's sorry to that woman. So now, we are holding Dafyud Alphon Bays, where Mamish. In the middle of Masechtas Yivamas, I know a lot of people are still struggling, but we're becoming more and more familiar as the days go on. We are holding by Toshma. 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14 lines from the bottom of the Aleph Omen base. We're in the middle of a Shiloh. What happens? Now we could go. Let's see if I could get there easily. Probably not. Here, go to the slideshow. Here. You got it, Gary? Okay, Tsaras, oh no, what happened? Tsaras, Machzigrushasan. So we had this case the other day, let's talk about it again. You have Ruvain, Shimon, and a plumber. So Ruvain marries a woman, and then he divorces the woman, woman, and in step two comes along the plumber from Muncie and marries her. At this point, Reuven can no longer marry his ex. If the plumber didn't marry her, it's a mitzvah to be Mahzikrushasa, but since somebody else married her, he can no longer. But he goes ahead and he marries her anyway. So you see in step three, Reuven remarries her, plus he has another wife. And then Reuven is bye-bye. So they both fall down to Shimon. Lucky Shimon. But Shimon is the Shiloh. What happens here? What happens to the Tzara, to the Yushalmi lady? Could Shimon be miyavim her? So Tashma, Hamachzir, Grushasei Mishenises. If Ruvain went ahead and he remarried his ex after she married the plumber, step three, he v'tzarasachilat says, Shimon must perform chalitza on two women. Does that make any sense? No. He a man has to do, perform chalitza twice. He performed chalitza once, and that's enough for all the women. Why does he have to do it twice? 
we must revise it a little bit. We got to tune up the brisa, fix it up. One of them, either the burka lady or the Rishami lady gets chalitza. Now, what do you see from here? This answers the question. You see that you cannot, Shimon cannot be miyabim, the Rishami lady. What could he do? Chalitza. It says mefurish. He could either give her chalitza or give the other one chalitza. But it doesn't mention anything about yibum, so that answers our question, l'chayra. No yibum, even for the tzara. Says Gemara, you already had to fix up the b'risa the way you wanted to. So since it's a b'risa that's meshubash, it has issues, so just fix it the way you wanted. No raya. Maybe you have to stick in the word, is also, and therefore we don't have a raya that there's no yibum, perhaps there is yibum. According to Rachamim, Okay, does that sound familiar? That's the exact case we're talking about on the screen. After he divorced his wife, somebody else married her, and after somebody else married her, he either divorced her or died. The first guy, Reuben, goes ahead and marries her. What about the Yishamulet? Why are you asking about the Tsar, the Yishamulady? What about the Burka lady? Could Shimon marry Bimiyabin the Burka lady? Says Gemara, Yigufa like coming by That wasn't a question. I'm going to say Kavachimer, check this out here. It's the same exact thing, but I'm just showing you how the Kavachimer works. It's very simple. In step one, when Reuben is married to Burka lady, is he allowed to be married to her? Yeah, it's his wife. So there was a point in time when it was mutter, she was mutter to him. At that point in time, was Shimon allowed to marry her? No, it's his brother's wife. And even if his brother, if his brother had children, no. So at that point, he, Shimon can never marry her. So what are you telling me? That after Reuven divorced her and the plumber married her and then Reuven married her illegally, you want Shimon to be able to marry her? Even Reuben wasn't able to marry her. He married her illegally. Not only that, and I'll stick in a little bit of a knech here. Everything. Well, there's another problem. It's just to add a little bit. My chavrusa didn't like it, but I think it's Emma, so I'm going to say it. The whole point of Yibum is to, to continue the shame of the brother. But the brother had no business marrying her. So what do you what what's Shimon what's Shimon have to do over here? Why why should he be mutabimiabim her? He's not he's not doing a, he's not doing a, anything good here. Reuven shouldn't have been married to Berkeley to begin with. Fine. That's but this is Kavachaim. Bemutter la Sura, she was once upon a time mutter to Ruvain, and today she's Asur, Basalalikhan. So Shimon, who never had anything to do with her and was never able to marry her, today all of a sudden she should become mutter to him. Kikamibaili, Sarasamai. So the whole question is only the Yushami lady, not Berka. Does the Kavachaymer that we have here, that Shimon has no business with the, with the original woman, with Berka lady, is it strong enough also to push off the Tzara, the Yushami lady? So now we have a little bit of a different way to look at it. Really, question, same question. 
His question, sorry, his question was on the Grusha, on the Berka lady. So Rabami says, and what about the Tsara? Before we said, could he marry the Tsara? And we asked the question, and what about the original? Now the question is on the original, and what about the Tsara? And the Sfars are going to be the same, basically. That was Pasha. In other words, he takes the, the position that the Kavachimer is strong enough to say, look, Berka lady is Osir, so Berka lady should remain Osir. But it's not strong enough to do anything to her co-wife, to the Tsara. And then Mela, Shimon, Kamari, the Tsara. But what was my question? He go for my, what about Berka lady? She was not supposed to be married to Reuben at this point, but he married her anyways. And now Reuben dies and she falls to Shimon for Yibum. Could I do, does Shimon do Yibum or not? Top of Yudbeiz Omedal. Omelei Tinisua. And from here, a boy's we have 17 lines of freebie. Meaning, we learned this already on Omedbeiz. We just learned the piece right now. And now we're going to fly. Well, not Mamish. Pretend it's Omedbeiz now. Tinisua. Hoisachas, Cheravachas, Psula. If a person has two women fall to him to Yibum, who should he do Yibum to? One is kosher, one is puzzle. And if he wants to marry one, he should be miyam the kosher. What does it mean? If you're talking about like for kahuna, look at the, at the yavam. Who cares if she is roi for a kain, not roi for a kain? At the end of the day, for him, she's roi, not roi. Let him do chalitza to whoever he wants. What does it mean? It's puzzled to him. He's not a Kayan. So what, who's puzzled him? Well, my new. We're talking about our exact case that we're wondering. His brother did something illegally, married his, his divorce, his ex. And it says that if, two, if his brother's ex falls to him to Yibum, and his brother's also married to another woman, he should perform Yibum to the kosher one, not to the puzzle one. So that solves a lot of our problems here. Says Gemara, as we learned yesterday, like Sheir Lama Psula Alma, we're talking about she's Roy for a kind, not Roy for a kind. Udikamri is given to the day, Chazim Alafkin Mina, and you ask me, what's the difference? Who is Chaylitz to? What's the difference? Let him do whatever he wants. You should do Rav Yosef, not Rav Yosef. Kanchan and Rebbe, Rebbe said, Lo Yishbachadu me Bayroi, Vacherim, Trichim, Lohem. Do not spill out water when other people need a drink. In other words, the Gemara is teaching us a valuable lesson that it's called what? Be considerate. Be considerate to other human beings. Don't be selfish. If you have something that somebody else could use, give it to them. Don't throw it out. Be considerate. Stop thinking because we're talking about Yibomir. A guy goes out in a shidduch. The, the girl's not roya for him. Whatever. They break up. I don't know what. Read it to somebody else. Be considerate. Think about other human beings. Be considerate. So, Toshma. Yeah, so again, so Rebbe's saying, why do perform chalitza to a woman and now she's in the market of shiduchim and she cannot marry all the kahanim in the world? Think a little bit. Think before you do something. Yes, for you, it doesn't make a difference who you're going to do chalitza. But make a chajmit. Start. Whatever you do, think about the zulas. Think about the other person. How is it going to affect society what you do? It's going to have an effect. It's going to make other people not be able to marry her. She wants to marry a kain. Now she can't marry a kain. Be nice to her. 
do chalitza to the one that's already puzzled. Toshma. Hamaz says, We had this a second ago. Mamish word for word. If somebody remarries his ex and he dies, so both women fall to Shimon, what does he do? He has to perform chalitza on both. We never heard of such a thing, a case that you have to do chalitza to two women. We have to fix it a little bit and say you can do chalitza to the other one. But it says that there's no yibum for the tzara. Left the risk of tartus law. Once you already answer and you already fix it up, tartsachi. He chaletzes, rasoi chaletzes, oi misyabemes. End of the freebie. Omar Ravlili bar memel. Omar mar ukva omar shmo. Tzaras mimeenes asuro. Oh, new case. Here we go. Look at the screen for a second. So we have a new character for today. It's a young girl. She's under 12 years old. She has a knapsack. She's wearing her school clothes. And she, her, her mother married her off. Okay? She's not married a Daraisadika Nisuin. Her mother, brother married her off, or her off because now in order for her not to be Hefker, she doesn't have a father to put in her place, to be Mechanachar. They decided... They can't control her now. The man of the house is gone. Let her be married to a man. Okay, acceptable in those days. <clears throat> All she needs to do, we care about her. All she needs to do is say in front of two witnesses, I'm out of here. I understand that even today, that's how it is by the Muslims. They say, they say, there's no get. They say a certain line and bye-bye. No? Yes? One word. Three times. Three times they're out. We have to ask the, the local guy. What? Anyway, and she's gone. The guy's a little drunk. He says one word. That's why we have a get. So you have to go to the cipher and it takes a whole thing and a process and you have to know how to write it. It's 12 lines and by the time that we'll learn in Gitan eventually, within the year. How long is it going to take us to finish all of Sayyidina Hashim? A year and seven months. Unbelievable accomplishment. No, you can say I finished all of Seder Nashim in, in one year and seven months. So, Mimanas, here, we're learning this today. Mion, this girl, all she has to do is Mimayin. I'm, I'm, I don't want to be married to you, finished. What does it do? What does Mion do? It retroactively removes the Kedushin. She was never married to Reuben. Here in this picture, she's married to Reuben. Now, Ruvain is married to two women. She's mar- he's married to this youngster, and he's married to Leah. So what's Leah called in this case? Sarah Mimemanis. She's the Sarah of the one who's Mimayin. Amazing Chiddush, says the Gemara. Says Shmuel, Sarah's Mimemanis Asura. The Sarah who falls to Shimon, Asur. Now, who made me on here? We have to understand what's going on here. When she was married to Ruvain, she didn't take the opportunity to say, whatever the words are, I don't want to be married to you. She did it after Ruvain died and she fell to Shimon. So let's see the Gemara. Laman. Who is she Asur to? You see the green line. There's two brothers waiting over there. Levi and Yehuda. Is she, is the Tzara? Leah, also to the two brothers. 
Hashdihi gufa. I'm going to turn on laser. Oylan likes laser. Okay. She did me unto this guy. Okay, just as the example here. This was her husband, Ruvain, and she did me un- all she has to do me to one guy, and she goes bye-bye. It's as if she was never married to Ruvain after she does me Retroactive. So Sigmar so says, but the Tsara, this lady, Leah, cannot marry either him or she can't marry him. What are we talking about? Says Gemara. What, she can't marry brothers? The the girl herself, can marry the other brothers. The only one she can't marry is the one she did me unto, the one she said, I don't want to be married to. If she did me un in Shemayin, right over here, she did me unto this guy, she's mutter in Levi Yehuda. Why? Why is she mutter? She was never married. Very good. Dalem is holding. I'm talking about the teenagers over here. They, they're the ones that answer. What's your name, Tzadik? From? Bechamesh. What yeshiva? Am I allowed to say? What? Masifta. Way to go, Masifta. Okay. The kid behind you is going to kick you now because he's from the Yehuda. Okay. I mean, if. The girl, the girl herself, who we consider not married at all, she can marry brothers. So of course the tsara, Leah, she's completely not related over here to the whole situation. Of course she should be able to marry these guys. Okay, so we have to flip it around. It means that Mrs. Leah, the Yushalmi lady, the sister of Yushalmi lady, she cannot marry Shimon. Why can't she marry Shimon? Because her tsara, Mrs. Mimaenes, did meun. And, and she's Osir, so both are Osir. Asked the Gemara, wait a minute. But let's understand the logic over here. But you told me that the little girls can marry the brothers. Why? Because they said from Sifta that she was never married at all. She's not even related over here. Because the brothers never did any meal with her. They had nothing to do with her, so she can marry them. So we're not allowed to be Maisa. So the Tsara never did anything to Shimon. What's, what's, why is there a problem between Tsara and Shimon? There's nothing going on here between them. Next slide. All I switched there is I added the word Bitoi. Now, basically, Ruvain married his niece. Is it allowed to marry a niece? Yes. Ruvain dies. And the girl, the, the niece, falls to her own father. And since she got married, when she was a youngster, she can perform Mion, if she wants to, to her own father. What's the question? The obvious question. How in the world could she do Mion if the father's still alive? If the father is alive, that's a real kiddushin. A father can marry off his daughter and she cannot do mion. The only time a gr- little girl can do mion is when her brother marries, when her mother marries her off. So what's the answer? That's what he said. I forgot his name already. That Shmuel. There's something called Yusoyma Bechayav. It is possible. This is a crazy story, boys. I know it's a lot of people are like, what is going on here? She's 10 years old. She had her second marriage. And not only her second marriage, but her husband already died. 
And now she has to deal with Chalitza and Yibam from her uncle, from her own father. Now she falls to Yibam. It's not your vibe. Obviously, this never happened. This whole Masechta is a theoretical thing. It's not, it's not like we're in Iowa over here and the crazy things are happening. It's, a, it's theoretic. Theoretical, okay? Theoretical. Calm down, everybody. Calm down. I understand. It's hard, to, it's hard on the ears. But it's a, it's a Shailan Alacha. What happens? It's a crazy situation. The father marries off his 10-year-old twice. First time, I don't know what happened to the husband. Second time, the guy dies. It happens to be her own uncle that she's married to. She falls down to her father. Now, she could be Mimayan, her father, and she's Mimayan. She says, I don't want to be married to you. Now, people are going to say that in this case, Shimon, go back to the screen for a second. Shimon can marry Leah. Why? Because his daughter never felt him. She was never married to Reuven. The, the niece was never married to her uncle. Why? Because the niece said, I don't want to be married to you, Tati. And Mimela, the whole marriage to begin with fell apart. And Mimela, Shimon can marry the Tzara. No, 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 no. In this case, everybody agrees Shimon cannot marry the Tzara. Why? That we'll see in a second. Because it looks, it looks, there's a lot of looks. It looks to somebody from the side, it looks like his daughter felt him leave him, and it looks like he's marrying a tzara. We don't want people to start talking. Memela, Shimon can never marry the tzara. So since Shimon can't marry a tzara, it's almost like Xerah, Xerah, the Rishon Mask. So Memela, this case also, which is the same exact case, but it's not his daughter. We say that the tzara is illegal. Don't, Shimon, don't marry the tzara. But Mrs. Tzara, Leah, can marry the brothers. That's not a problem. Why? Because Memanus was never married to begin with. Okay, Viter. A lot of information, a lot of new concepts that we're not familiar with, they'll all come together. What is she also? They were never married. Why? Why can't Shimon marry the Tsara, Leah, who's the Tsara of his daughter, who's not really a Yivamatim because she did Mion and bye bye. It says in our Mishnah, Dav base. By the way, we're almost done with the whole Mishnah. Tomorrow, we're starting a new Mishnah. It says in our Mishnah, It says, Mufurish, that you're, allowed to per- you're permitted to marry the Tzara if the Mema'enes did Mion and she annulled the entire marriage retroactively. You can marry Shimon, can marry the Tzara. The Mian of Who exactly did she do me into? Let's take it step by step over here. If this little girl did me into Ruvain, so she divorced him, she got rid of him. What's the difference if he gives her a 12 line piece of paper called a get? Or she said, hocus pocus, and the, 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 or like the Arabs do, or like this one does. What's the difference? The bottom line is they're not married anymore. That's the Gemara's question. The Gemara's answer is going to be, well, there's two, two ways to get divorced. Either you could have given her a document called a get, or she could say five words to him, I don't want to be married to you, and they're also divorced. Or more than divorced, like completely annulled and they're never married to begin with. So because that, the Gemara now thinks that's a question, Ella Biyavam, what happened was, she didn't do Mion to Ruvain. 
She did Mion after Reuven died to the Yavam, to one of the three. She has an opportunity to do it to Levi. She did it to Shimon. But it's, and it says that Shimon could still marry the Tzara. So why are you telling me she can't marry the Tzara? Because maybe this little girl happens to be his daughter in a different case. We have to make Xera. No, we're talking about that she made meal to begin with with the, her original husband, Reuven. Yeah, you ask me, it's, it's a type of a get? You're right. We're talking about two different types of get. What's the difference when you do meal in a husband? You retroactively remove the whole marriage to begin with. Now that she fell to Shimon and she says, I don't want to be married to you, what really happens? What happens is she was never married to Reuben. Forget about Shimon. She was never married to Reuben. Says Gemara, I'll tell you why. Okay, so that's the Yisrael that we're learning until now. Like the Masif, the guy said, when you do Mion, we all know that a father-in-law can't marry his daughter-in-law. What is that called? Kala. Kalasoy. That's 100% also but here's a case that you could marry your daughter-in-law. How? If your daughter-in-law was a ktana, she was 10 years old, and she did miyun to your son, so your son and this 10-year-old would never married. Halakhically, there were never, there no connection. So now the father goes and marries his ex-daughter-in-law, Miano Babal, Muteris Lavev. She's muter to the father. Biyavam. But if, this is what we're trying to get to. But if she did the same exact thing to Shimon the Yavam, now Asur Lavav. She cannot marry Shimon's father. Why? Because when she fell to Yibam, this Yibam looks, everybody, the whole world knows, oh, they went to Bezdin, there was a Yibam situation here, you heard, she needs Chalitza, and all of a sudden she pulled off a trick, she did Mion. <laughs> but it's too late. She fell the Yibam. People are not going to know what happened. It looks like it's his daughter-in-law. And that's why, in our case, Shimon cannot marry Leah, who happens to be the Tzara of his own daughter, even though the daughter annulled the whole marriage through Mion. But it looks, because they fell to Yibam, people are going to start talking. They don't know the Allah exactly. MMA She's out of here, but obviously... He has to perform chalitza, shalma Yisrael. Omer Avasi. Another case. If you're not confused yet, here we go. Tsaras, island is, it's not confusing. These, these cases are really not confusing. Those who are confused are talking themselves out of it. Tsaras, island is, Asura. What's an islandess? An islandess is a woman who we find out, or we knew, We'll see, there's two types of islandists. It's the same type, but whether you knew or not, it's a different story. It's a woman who, unfortunately, she went to many doctors. She can't have kids. She even has a different voice, a deeper voice. She has all sorts of simonim. She can't have kids. Why is she called an islandist? Because she's like, let's see if I can find the picture. She's like this. Go on the screen. She's like an isle. She's like a ram. <laughs> What? <laughs> this Yoshi did for me. I called him up uh, about 25 minutes before Sheer. I said, I need this. He said, okay, I have 25 minutes, great. 
No, this is just the, the, the Yushami lady. But this particular one can't have children. If you notice them, if now, if you, look, if you look closely, first of all, her tichel is MDY. The kosher phone is much larger than the non-kosher phone. It's a whole, okay, fine. Islandess, you're going to remember Zu Nidava. Yeah, 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 she has two phones. What, you just noticed now that she has two phones? They all, everybody has two phones, but usually they tuck it in deep into the tichel and the other one comes out. <laughs> Hello, you know how many, I was, I was in yeshivas and the guys come over to me and they go, uh, how, we have a problem, how are we going to watch a shir? We don't have kosher phones. We only have kosher phones. I was like, could you stop with it? I know that you have a second phone. Oh, you're right, you're right. And they walk away. Most of the guys. It's like, so why are you coming over to me? Stop to pretend you don't have a phone. So you know, my, my roommate, my roommate, you're right. My roommate has one. This one has one. Okay. The, the two phone thing is W dua. <laughs> I also hide a kosher phone at home. Uh, I walk around with my iPhone the whole day. Omer Avasi. Saras Island is Asura. Now, okay, so let's see if we can find the case. It doesn't matter. Okay. The point is, so you have an islandess. A guy, a guy's married to two women and he dies. And one of the women can't have children. So the Yavam is not marrying any one of them. Why? We, we dirish in the Pasuk a little differently than the Pasha Pshat. But it seems like that... What's going on over there, Rabbi Isai? You, you guys know I could hear everything, right? Shh, has to be quiet. Whoever wants to sit up there, quiet. So... It has to, when you do Yibam, obviously, the whole point of Yibam is to, 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 to have some sort of remembrance. If she can't give birth, she can't give birth. She's worthless for this point, for this, uh, for this problem. So, Mela, she's awesome. Prat Very good. Says Ravasi. And if you remember, this is part of the Gimelomit Bays when the Gemara asked the question. Why does the Mishnah have to tell us a number we know how to count very well? The number 15 is to tell us not 16, not this islandess. Okay, but Ravasi holds that an islandess creates a tzara. If one of the two women is a woman who cannot give birth, so what's the difference if it's your daughter or if you're, it's your mother-in-law, if it's a woman who can't give birth? You can't do yibam with her because the whole point of yibam is to have children. So you can't do yibam with her. So if you can't do yibam with her, she's usher on you. She's like an She remains Eishasach. If she remains Eishasach, her co-wife, the tsar, is also awesome to you. That's Ravasi. We don't pass him like that. Here we go. We have a case of the three Baldwin brothers, Ruvain, Shimon, Levi. Married, not to sisters. Three different women. Not unrelated women. Ruvain dies, goes Shimon, and he does something called Mimer. What's Mimer? If Ruvain dies, Shimon and Levi could both be Miabim, his wife. The, what are we going to call her? This is the Svarty lady. The who? No, she's not a Batayan lady. Batayan lady is the. the You'll see, when you see Batayan lady, you know right away Batayan lady. <laughs> no, this is, 
Whatever, for some reason he thought that the Sephardic ladies wear jean jackets and I got yelled at by Sephardim. No, our wives don't wear that. Okay, fine. She's more of a cooler one. Fine. So, Shimon is interested in marrying her. So what does he do? Actually, that Midaraisa, all you do is miyabim. It's a little interesting. Stop, bia, like, like that. Let's, let's do it like a normal way. So you go, he gives her a ring, Mikudashisli, but that's only the Rabbana. So now Shimon and this Sephardi lady have a connection because he gave her Kiddushin. But it's only a Durabaran connection because if Levi decides he wants to marry, he can marry her also. She's Skuka, she's bond to both of them. Fine. Oh, big mistake. He decided to be Kasher. What happened to him? Bye-bye. He's also bye-bye. So now what happens? Now they all fall to Levi. Who falls to Levi? Everybody. Sephardi lady and this Fruman lady over here. By the way, Avi, this lady lives in your building. I based her on a lady from your building. I see her every morning with the sitter. She walks down the street, bumping into poles, all sorts of stuff. I'm not kidding you. Does she not live in your building? Avi says, yeah. Okay. I took a picture of her with her gym shoes. Look at that. Mint pink gym shoes. This is unbelievable stuff. And the length of the skirt, I don't know if you know anything about it. This is like nishtahi, nishtaher. It's like mamish. But it's... Okay. She, this, girl, this lady went to Yeshiva Flatbush. She came to Ramah B'Shem. She frumed out big time. So, you know her. I know. It's not real. It's not based on anybody. That's why I said you know her. Fine. So, anyway, these two women fall to Levi, but not so fast, says the Gemara. Why? Since Shimon did Mimer to the Sephardi lady, so now the Sephardi lady comes to Levi, the Dr. Levi over there, who left us a second ago. She comes to him twice. Once because she needs to be misyab because Reuven died without children. But a second time because she has some sort of connection to Shimon. Shimon did a, a Kiddushin the Rabbanon, a Mimer. Now we know what Mimer is, Rabbi Yisai. We walk home today like, whoo! Islanders, Grusha, Machzikrusha, Mimer, Mion, Tzoros, okay, fine. There's no Yibam over here. Now, obviously, this pasuk is an asmachta ba'alma because the whole idea of maimer is only the rabbanon. We're bringing in asmachta. It says, One brother died. She's banned to the yavam, to Levi, from one brother. Over here in this case, this two, she comes from two angles. That's not a good Yavama. Yavama has to come from one angle only, from Reuven or from Shimon, but over here it's from Reuven and Shimon to Levi. No good. If you think about it for a second, it's beautiful. When does this woman become Asr to Levi? She only comes Asr to Levi when Shimon dies. Before Shimon dies, Levi could be Miyabimer. It's a little bit of a problem now because he did Mimer. But Midar Isa, the Sephardi lady is connected to Levi just as much as she connected to Shimon. So we have a situation where the death, 
the bye-bye of Shimon causes a problem. Guess what? Islandness is the same exact thing. Give me another case where death creates an issue. Where does death create an issue? Islandness. Ruven is married to an islandess. He knew about it. He didn't know about it. What's the difference? He wanted to marry this lady. She can't have kids. Could have kids. People get married to 60-year-olds who can't have kids. You're allowed to marry somebody that doesn't have kids. So there's no issue in that marriage. It's a great marriage. It became an issue when the husband died without children. And she falls to the Yavam and we say, hey, stop. You can't marry the Yavam. So the issue only happened after death. So when I tell you, I give you a case. This case over here with the three brothers and one did Mimer. And then I say at the end, I say, Zuhi, Ach, Me'av. This is the only case. So I'm trying to exclude something, something very similar. What's the only similar case to this case? Islandess case, our case that we're discussing. He's trying to say something here, right? This is it. This is the only one. I never, I don't know of another case just like this that the death of a brother creates an Isser. And over here, the death of Shimon created an Isser on the Sephardi lady. Levi can't be miyabim her. No chalitza, nothing. I'm saying, not no chalitza, no yibo. So the Gemara asked the obvious question. I'm, we explained it already. What does it mean? This is the only case, but not another case. I'm just explaining beautifully. Why is the island similar to this? Because the island is also a case. Let's say we're talking about a daughter. Is a daughter becomes usher to her father when her husband, the uncle, died? No way. She was always usher to the husband. Is a mother-in-law becomes usher to the yavam when, 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 when her husband dies? No. She was always usher. But an islandess only becomes usher when the brother dies. So Mela, that's why I'm saying this case of three brothers is the only case that it's usher, but not islandess. So over here you see that an islandess doesn't create an isser. L'chayra. Lai. It's not a good writer. It's coming to say the exact opposite of what you thought. Limudi tzara islandess, da asira. Not only is this case on the screen of three brothers. Levi is also to the Sephardi lady. But even the islanders, Shimon would be also to, to the Tsars and everything. But what do you mean? That's not an exclusion. That's a reboy. We're saying only. Oh, but it is an exclusion. The Gemara explains. It is a meal, not a reboy. Yeah? If I tell you only this case of three brothers, and then I say a second later, yeah, but there's another case called islanders also that... She makes it also for everybody. So it's not only, it's also. The Gemara says, no, it's only. Why? The Gemara says, this is different. This is the only case in the world of three brothers and one did Mimer that you have to perform. Levi has to perform Chalitza. But when it comes to an islandess, there's no Chalitza at all. She's a real erva. Why is Mimer not a real erva? Because only the Rabbanon. The whole, the whole Kiddushin that, that Shimon did in, with her is only the Rabbanon concept that you could be Mekadosh Yivam. You can't be Mekadosh Yivam and Midaraisa. So Mela, Levi has to do Chalitza. But when it comes to Islandess, that's a Daraisa problem, like we brought a process before. That she has to be able to have children, Ashatayled, and she can't have children. So Mela, even her Tzara doesn't have Chalitza, nobody has Chalitza. My time, the Gemara explains how the Raisa, how the Rabbanon, Islandess is the Raisa, 
three brothers, this is the Rabbanon, so therefore it requires a chalitza. You can't pater somebody from chalitza, let her get married to anybody without performing a chalitza. That's impossible. Tanan. We learned in our Mishnah, it says in our Mishnah, if a woman was found to be an islandess, what does it say? So I say Mutaris, what does that mean? That the brother is permitted to marry the tzara. The exact opposite of what Ravasi just said. Ravasi said that an islandess is so strong, her isr to marry the yom is so strong, it goes also to the tzara, to her co-wife, and in Mifurish in our Mishnah, it says, that you could marry the co-wife. Says Gemara like Ashio, unbelievable teretz. There's a big, big difference. If a person doesn't know that his wife can't have children, he marries her, and 25 years later he finds out it's impossible for for her to have children. What is that called? Mekachtos. It's a mistake. He would have never married her, and therefore what? The whole marriage is annulled. It's bottle mafreya. Emmela what? Hold on. Hold, hold on. And if it's bottle, what about her tsara? Mutter. Mutter. Because the tsara doesn't have a tsara. There, there are no two wives. There's only one legitimate wife that, that could have children. The other wife doesn't count. But if when they went into Shiduch and they said, listen, this girl, unfortunately, we know for a fact, she's born without a uterus, whatever. She can't have children. And he says, I want to marry anyway. So it's, a good, it's not a Mekartos. And he dies, so now she cannot be a Yavama. She can't be a Yavama, why? Because she can't have children. But it's a legitimate marriage. And if it's a legitimate marriage, she potters the co-wife. She potters the sorry. It's an amazing difference. If he knew about her situation, then she's a good wife, and the Tzara is a real Tzara, and the Tzara is a potter. You cannot be Miyabi. Can, but our Mishnah, Shalai Yikirbah. In our Mishnah, he never knew that she's an islandess. And since he didn't know she's an islandess, and he found out later, they found out after he's dead, they found out that she's an islandess, so the Kiddushan wasn't Chal. If it wasn't Chal, then her Tzara, her co-wife, is not a Tzara. And you should be Miyabim the Tzara. Daikinami, it says Mufurish in the Mishnah. We found out. That's the Lashon in the Mishnah. But like Tani, Shahayu, it should have said, she is. It didn't say she is. We just found out today. We're turning to Daf Yud Beis Omid Beis. Oh, I should take out my sheet here. There's a new sponsor. Sponsored by Moshe Horn in honor of Shmuley Sugar, the original sugar shaker, and sponsored in honor of Ed Kinsbersky, Brian Kinsbersky, and Ari Miller for learning the Daf Yishkoyach. Omarava. Comes Rava and says, Hilchasa, Tsaras, Islandus, Muteris. Everything we just learned about Ravasi, ignore. Says Rava, we don't pass him like him. Vafilu Hikirbo. Even if he married her knowing that she's an islandist, <clears throat> so the Kedushin is not Patel, she remains his wife, and he dies, and both of them fall Yibom. The Yavim is allowed to marry and allowed to be Miyabim, her Tzara. Vafilu Tzara's Bitoi Islandess. And even, if you want to go back here, if we can find it somewhere here. If his daughter is not a Memenis, but she's a Islandess in this case, so the Tzara's also Mutter. 
And we don't say, oh, we should be choshish and she fell yibum and it looks bad, it looks like he's marrying his, the tsar of his daughter. No, she's an islandess and she is mutter to be miyabim the tsar. But what about your amazing diok in the Mishnah? It says it was found out to be that she's an islandess mashma that he didn't know. We have to learn it. Not that we're going to change the wording or anything, but what it means is that even in a situation where he knew that she's an islandess. Whether it's the tsar of the menace, like I showed in the picture a second ago, where here the tsar of the we had also. Where was that? Over here. The tsar of the Ruvain was married to a woman, then somebody else married her, and then he took her illegally, and he, there was a co-wife. Kulan <coughs> mutarais, all the tsarais are mutter. We had a whole shailan moment base, and we started today's shear. Is it tsaris machzikushasi mutter also the whole thing? He's saying it's mutter. Tony Rabbi the Rav Nachman. Shalosh nashim shamshos b'moich. There are three women. Who, because they have a danger to their life or the life of their child, they're permitted to use something that will prevent pregnancy. So, we're talking about the Isser of Ashchas Azera. Typically, it's also to be Mashchas. But in this case, it's either Mutter or Yemechoyev to. If it's a Heter or Yechayev to save a life. The reason why it wouldn't be mechuyev to, according to the Sarmashah, because it's not 100% that it's going to be such a sakana. Who are these women? Ktana, Muberes, Uminika. A young girl, a pregnant woman, and a woman who nurses. Ktana, Shema Tisabah, Shema Thomas. A young girl could get pregnant, and that will kill her. It's dangerous to her life. So she's allowed to use a moich. Muberes, Shema Tasu, If... She becomes pregnant again. And I looked it up back then. I didn't look up now. But I remember when we were learning in Nida. There is a scientific case. There are cases like that. That a woman could get pregnant twice. And what's going to happen is that the second pregnancy is going to crush the first pregnancy. I just have the picture here. Well, not mamish like that. But I was wondering. <laughs> says Rashi that her face won't have a, a shape at all. So this lady could be a sandal. Theoretically. Poor lady. She's the island of sandal. sandal. Her baby will become flat like a sandal. It will cause, if she gets pregnant while she's nursing, in those days there's no formula. So if she doesn't have milk, the baby could die. I just want to point out a quick halacha. Just throw it out there because I think not everybody's 100% familiar with this. To milk a cow on Chavez is a isadai raisa, dosh. So to remove milk from a woman on Chavez is a isadai raisa. So the halacha is basically that a woman cannot save milk for after Chavez. That would be isadai raisa. Obviously, she's allowed a nurse. But just to what? Spill it out, passel it, there's different things. Just figure it out, throw it out. Okay, so, what does it mean, a ktana? Who are we concerned about? Now, Taisa goes into this whole thing, 
So we should understand what's going on here. A person is permitted to be with a skena who can't have children. That's not a shechaz zera because that's the derech. Um, a person, somebody who's pregnant, all these things. So even a ketana can't get pregnant. It's not a problem, halachically. The, the problem is to do something that prevents pregnancy. That's a shechaz zera because that's not, that's not the derech. Says the, says the Gemara, Hashem or basic ketana. We're only talking about a child that's 11 to 12. Because anything less than that, there's no need because she's not going to get pregnant when she's less than 11 and it won't kill her. Chalom say no. There's no need. We'll explain in a second. There's no need to do any prevention. HaKadosh Baruch will take care of it. Mishum Shinemar, Shoymer, Pesayim Hashem. Hashem takes care of things. Now, before we go any further, some people are like, what is going on here? So, the Mesir Zesharim talks about this. Is it permitted to go skydiving? Is it permitted to go shark diving? Is it permitted to ride a motorcycle? Is it permitted to go on a, on a commercial airline? So, the neighbor is complaining that they block, there's no parking next door and they blocked them in or something. So if somebody's parked over there and they could resolve the situation, please do so. Let's be nice to the neighbor. Consider it to the neighbor. You don't have to get up this second because everybody knows it's you. So you can get up in 10 seconds and pretend you're going to the bathroom. <laughs> So the Messiah Zisharm says that anything that's normal, I was just thinking, I don't know if this is accurate, the last time a commercial jet, an American commercial jet that was serviced by the FAA and gone by the rules of the FAA. I'm not talking about uh, Sri Lanka and, and Africa. I'm talking about United States of America or Israel. Right? The last time, Baruch Hashem, that a jet fell down, I think it was 20 years ago. I think. In, 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 in 2001. So, so to say people that are nervous when they get on a jet and this and that, it's the safest by the safest. And to go in a car to the airport is a thousand, a million times because there's an accident every three minutes in America. There's fatal accidents every hour, whatever. When did, when did somebody die from a commercial? So to go so, on something normal like a plane in the, in the air, not a propeller plane, a, a jet is the safe is the safe. But to go skydiving, if you know the, the, the statistics, they're not very good. It's like every thousand, 10,000 jobs, somebody dies. So that I probably shouldn't have done. And that's why I don't ride motorcycles that much. Because the statistics are, everybody that I know, anybody, and look it up, anybody that ever rode a motorcycle, fell off his motorcycle. Every single person. I, I mamish don't know a single person that didn't fall off a motorcycle. So Mela, what? Yeah, donor, donor, donor will, donor, organ donor, yeah, okay, but kids are, so to answer your question, you don't say Shoyim Epsam Hashem riding a motorcycle, you don't say Shoyim Epsam Hashem jumping out of a plane, because it's not normal, something that's normal, going, crossing the street, or even driving a car, even though it's very dangerous, I would say that's Shoyim Epsam Hashem, okay, it's time to add, so basically what Chacham is saying, look, 90% of chance they're not going to get pregnant. If they get pregnant, so we have to see, are they 100% going to die or not? So we say, It says that some people, some they could get pregnant, 
and they could and they could die. In other words, some of them could get pregnant and not die. So what's the problem? It's possible to come up with a case that your mother-in-law is only 11 years old, and if she's only 11 years old, from Iowa, she could do miyun. Here's the case. Here we go. There's a dentist from the five towns who marries an 11-year-old. You see, it says 11 by her. 11 years old. They had a child, because it says in the Gemara that it's possible to have a child and not die. So they had a child. In fact, if you go on Google, yes, 11-year-olds are having children today. And they don't die. And then the dentist goes bye-bye. Step in these two chachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachach
It says Mufurish that they could give birth. And as we know today, it is possible. At least you could say in the Shtana Tzvayim or whatever, but in our generation, it's unfortunately possible. You're right. She has a chance of dying. It's not 100%. But you ask me a question. Here's a situation where you could have a mother-in-law that falls to a son-in-law and she could do Mion because she's under 12. So we have three Tirutzimir. Omar Av Safra. Bonim Harem Kisimonim. If she has a child, she's not 11 years old, Allahakli. She might physically be 11 years old, but Allahakli, she's a Gdaila. Vistamri, Bonim Adifim is Simonim. Some say, hey, what are you talking about? Simonim. Shte Cyrus is Simonim, right? There's no bigger right that she's mature than the fact that she had a child. What? The minute she's pregnant, correct. But over here, we're talking about in a case where she had the child before she turned 12, so in order for her to do Mion, but certainly, yeah, she, she had a child, she went through the whole process, she's alive and well, she's nursing now, she's a G'dayla. What's the difference if it's more than Simonim or equal to Simonim? Rebuta says that a girl could be mind all the way that she has a lot of dark, in other words, it's not just two Cyrus, Wait a minute. You can no longer do me on once she gave birth. So we had a terrace that it it's that children are simon. We have a terrace that children are more than a simonim. And the Razid says, no, something practical. It's impossible that she became pregnant if she didn't have simonim. She did have simonim. She had two sires physically. Says Gemara Vinid, like, what are you talking about? If it's a physical thing, let's check. We know for a fact she didn't. She doesn't. Something. Says Gemara, Chashin Hashem and Ashur. You're right. There's no way to check it because she had them and they fell off. If we're not so concerned, why would we be concerned that perhaps she had them and they fell off? According to Razvid, in other words, if she doesn't physically have seen Marim, it's not enough that she gave birth. This woman gave birth, so this woman lost her simonim. But Lemaisa, she did have simonim. So we have those three tirutzim. Have a wonderful evening, wonderful night, wonderful week, and uh, we should have Surus Tavis.